0: Hey friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, a bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29 <laughs> or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. I look kind of like a very fucked up Steve Jobs right now. Um, I am rocking a black turtleneck. She's killing the game. But as I'm staring at myself, like I didn't do my makeup or my hair. And as you can hear, I am back to being congested. I forgot like how sick I get normally in the wintertime because I feel like 2021, 2020- we didn't go outside. So I really didn't like catch colds and shit. But um, here I am with the little sniffles. And it also it wasn't just like that I didn't go out like my f- parents didn't go out. So and everyone was always wearing masks. So like we were good to go. Um, but yes, I've caught a cold. My nose is weird. I'm in this black turtleneck. My hair is in this weird pony. And we're just doing it. We're serving looks today. So this is going to be quite the episode. It's probably going to take me a long time to get through it because I'm going to have to keep coughing. But I'm never going to stop, you know, not for you all. Plus, it's a fucking episode today. We bitches, we got shit to talk about. okay? and I'm going to kick it off here like this is kind of like obviously a dating thing as I'm going to get into it, which I will explain more at the end of the podcast, obviously. But like, okay, here's the deal. I have been beating myself up for like the last two days about how anxious I get around dating. Like, of course, I forgot about this because I haven't been dating. But I know I've mentioned it a few times since I begun. And thank you all for coming on the dating journey with me. I feel like we've had a lot of fun. Um, it's been such a good time. Some, some tears, some, some, um you know, tears from being emotional but tears from also just straight laughter so this is not me saying that the dating conversation has come to an end this is just me thanking you all for continuing this journey with me but here's where I'd like to begin okay so basically like the last few days I've just been like a wreck of anxiety over dating and this constant like okay, do they like me? Do they not like me? And like, do I, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do with my hands. And like, this will all make not the hands part that I don't mean that in a dirty way. I just meant like, you know, in an uncomfortable way. Anyways, maybe I should save this for the end of the podcast. But anyways, all I'm saying is that I am done giving myself a hard time for being anxious over dating. And here's why. First of all, I just have fucking anxiety. So like, Duh. Like, I'm going to feel anxious. But, kind of all, does it not make sense? And doesn't everybody? Does anyone really roll into the dating process like all fucking calm, cool, and collected? Like, maybe if you're some sort of sociopath, but it's 2021. I'm dating in my very late 20s. Like, yes, I've accepted it. I'm not in my late 20s. I'm in my very late 20s. I'm 20 fucking 9. Like, I get it. Like, Everybody, including me, has gone through this long list of, like, fucking bullshit dating trauma that has, like, brought us to this point, and you're going to tell me that everybody's just fine? No fucking way. Like, we are dating in a world where, like, there's a pandemic, you know, we're dating online where you can literally swipe for whatever you want, you know, there's a interesting hook- hookup culture going on, like, of course Of course, I would be afraid that after meeting somebody, they wouldn't call me back. I think anybody would feel that way. Like, of course, I'm constantly worried if somebody likes me. Wouldn't you be? Hello. And I feel like I keep telling myself, you know, I like you're getting too much and too in your head. And I know that and I'm working on that. But I also feel like I shouldn't be giving myself a hard time for overthinking dating. (laughs) Who doesn't? Here's what I'm thinking. It's like, like, of course, I'm going to go into dating with anxiety. And this to me is the lactose intolerant theory. Okay, tell me somebody who's lactose intolerant that doesn't fucking eat cheese. You bring me somebody that's lactose intolerant that's never eaten cheese, right? You do it. You know, you're going to feel a little pain. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. That's how I feel about dating while anxious, because I literally texted Australia this morning. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I can't date anymore. I'm getting too fucking in my head. I like I can't handle it. I freak out and, he, you know, I'll share his good advice later. But after I said that. I was like, yeah, I'm an anxious person who's like dating. That's going to make me feel uncomfortable for a little bit. But the in the end game, it's, it's going to be worth it. Is it worth a little bit of pain to enjoy the cheese of dating? Absolutely. So I just wanted to say this to all of you who are anxious people in the dating world or just in general, like it's so, if you're, an, you get nervous to like start a new job, but it's like, are you really not going to take the job because... It's going to be hard to start it. Like, no, you know, and there's definitely ways to talk yourself down. For me personally, the second I said this to myself today, I felt better about it because I was like, why do I need to feel bad that I feel anxious? Like, I'm not putting that on on him. You know, I'm not putting that on my date. I mean, I'm Sure, he's gonna hear about it now that I just talked about it on the podcast. But whatever, it's not like I'm. I'm not, and I think that's where I have the hard overthinking part. Is I'm trying to really not bring like all of my anxieties in. I'm just trying to like figure out how to deal with them, and if that all makes sense. I feel like I'm really exposing myself here, but first of all, it's my podcast where I just expose all my deeper, dark inner thoughts, anyways. But I think it's just such a nice thing to say out loud, like, "Hey." it's normal. It's normal that you would feel some anxiety dating. Like, also, the other thing that makes me so anxious, and I'll bring this up again at the end, is that, like, I am on single TikTok, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love relating to my fellow bitches out there in the war zone. But it's hard sometimes when you're constantly, constantly seeing videos of girls talking about how they, you know, match with a guy and three months later they ghosted them. Like, that makes you think that every single guy is going to do that. Also, I mean, I've had it happen myself. Of course, I've been ghosted. I've been a ghosty, which I'm not proud of, but I've done it. But, you know, it's like, of course, of course you're going to be nervous and anxious, you are hearing this story a hundred times. There are war stories at the bat. Once again, let's go back to the last episode. There's a reason everybody relates to Taylor Swift so hard. Like there's a reason that we're nervous about dating and it's not a reason to not do it. But I just don't want everyone to make themselves feel as bad as I was making myself feel about being anxious. Okay. So anyways, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I wanted to make a fun announcement that I'm so excited about. Like I know this is going to sound kind of stupid, but hear me out. Uh, somehow, I broke a thousand followers on TikTok. And I know there's out, people out there with the millions and they're like so excited. But I'm, I've am i been like kind of teetering in the 900s for a while. And I've really wanted to break a thousand. And what's so exciting to me is it took me a really long time to break a thousand on Instagram. And I've only had my TikTok you know, for maybe like a year. So to me, this was such an exciting moment, and I just wanted to thank all of you who follow me on TikTok. And um, you know, I did a little haul where I like I had a date and he had to cancel, which for. Completely normal reasons. We're not here to chit-talk him. Um, but instead, I was like, okay, so I didn't get to go on my date, so instead I'm just gonna like try on all these new clothes that I bought. And so I did this whole haul, and it's got like a bunch of likes on it and comments, and girls are just like, girls show up for girls, you know what I mean? There are comments that like they're not not they're not mean but they like are what's that? Like one, a few bitches were like, um, hey, you ordered the same dress basically just in a bunch of different like patterns. Like me. And I was like, you're right. My favorite comment though was one girl told me that I'm way too pretty for the outfits that I was buying and I need to like, you know, do better basically. And I was like, wow, no one's told me I'm too pretty for my clothes before. Like this is so exciting. I know it's a slippery slope with Social media fame. I'm not saying I'm famous, but I'm just saying goals. I know that, like, the comments will start to get bad and, like, listen, I've already been told to, like, kill myself and, like, all that shit before and I'm just like... (laughs) bitch, please. Like, go talk to 16-year-old Ashley and then fucking tell me what's up. Like, no one's meaner to me than me, okay? I'm not, that's not a flex, but I'm just saying I'm not worried about you, okay? Uh, so anyways, like, I, um, (laughs) that really got real real dark, real dark. Um, anyways, get it together, girl! Anyways, um, I'm just really excited to have cracked a thousand on TikTok. So if you don't follow me yet, feel free to at Ashley Sleek. I really, um, I love doing whatever TikTok trends are going on and sometimes I talk about dating. Sometimes I try on clothes. Yeah, it's really fun. So it's just kind of an extension of the podcast. And I'm just really grateful. I thought that was really, really cool. So a thousand's been a good number for me so far in uh in 2021. We managed to in a month break that thousand streamings that I needed and got the thousand followers. So like, wow. 2021. I really uh, like I keep saying, I think this had the potential to be the worst year of my life and it's really not. And that's super awesome. Just really hoping that nothing comes through and ruins that statement I just made. But yeah, also um, really funny. My dad was talking to me about weddings. So as if you don't follow me on Instagram, also look at her just fucking dropping all of her social handles. She's thirsty as fuck. Somebody come get her. But um, I posted today, which is Monday that I'm recording, uh, that my best friend Jenna asked me to be her bridesmaid. I'm so excited. Um, We have been friends since middle school. So, you know, I think she might be my longest Uh, friend she has not given up on me quite yet which is amazing and I'm super excited to get to like stand by her side and you know do all the fun wedding stuff like I just love weddings so much I feel like it's not it's it's a probably a drug addiction at this point like I I live for it I love the wedding dress shopping which we've already got to do I love the you know the bachelorette parties the bridal showers the getting ready I feel like the getting ready before the wedding moment is like so underrated because it, it is very stressful don't get me wrong like of course you know You're thinking about like hundreds of things that are happening. It's your wedding day. I mean, I wouldn't know. It hasn't been my wedding day. But I've been a maid of honor and bridesmaids enough to kind of see how it goes down. But it's so fun because it's just like you and your girls, you're in matching pajamas, getting glammed. It's like what I would imagine it feels like to go to the Met Gala, you know, just mimosas, they probably have theirs with Dom Perry on, but like, you know, Corbell works just fine. And, you know, you're just bonding and you're getting ready and you're getting your girl hyped or guy or, you know, however they identify for you know, one of the most important days of their life. And you just get to be there with them. And I just, it makes me so happy. So, um, you know, I was just chatting with my dad about weddings who hates talking to me about it. I don't think there's anyone who hates it more than my dad. It's not that he's not excited for me. I think he's just like, hey, did you want to move out? Like, you're a chronic bridesmaid. Like, how are you going to make that work? And like, I don't love talking about the final financial part of being in a wedding because I never want it to sound like I'm complaining in any way, shape or form uh, because I'm not. But it was just funny because he asked me, he was like, so whose wedding do you think was the least expensive? Because he made a joke. He was like, you know, maybe when you go to ask people and I'm like, dad, thank you. First of all, let me stop you right there. Thank you for thinking I'm still going to get married. I really appreciate that support. But he was like, maybe you should just be like, this is how much I spent on you, which I would never do, by the way. I would never do. But it was a funny joke. Good, good comedy. But then he was like, whose do you think you spent like the least on? And I was like, that is a question no one asked me. I get asked often who I think my most expensive bride was and no one's ever asked me who I think is the least expensive. So I'm just curious if you listen to the podcast and um, I've been in your wedding, you let me know if you think it was you. Like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just curious. Like, I just thought that was really funny. I never get asked that that question. But for me, like, it's not really about the money. I will say this, like, going into it, like you need to know you're spending money. If you don't think you can just say no, like if you don't think you can say no and be honest and just say like, hey, I can't afford it because there's nothing worse than having a cheap bridesmaid. I've never had a bride who doesn't like care about money. You know, obviously everyone's like tries to make it as cheap as possible, but it is what it is. And if you're just going to be a cheap bridesmaid, I just think you should back out. Like I will. I could die on this hill all day all day like or just say something to the bride and maybe it's that you know you don't come to the bachelorette party but they still want you there like stay next to them them and stuff like you know I just think you need to be honest and um I totally wasn't planning on talking about that today but it just like he just made that joke and then it led me to this statement that I just think needs to be made like if you don't want to spend a bunch of money in being a wedding then say no like, just don't do it. OK. Anyways, um, for my hot gossip segment today, I only want to talk about Selling Sunset. So I hear you. I hear you. I know there's other shit going on. I'm aware that Lindsay Lohan is engaged, and I'm very excited for her comeback. Yes, yes, yes. I know there's more. We've seen Pete Davidson out with Kim Kardashian. I know that's happening. I've seen several people, several people now, also say statements that I said about how you know, Pete Davidson definitely, like, eats pussy and Kanye doesn't. So, like, I'm just saying I feel like that's very confirmed. And um, but I finished Selling Sunset, so I want to talk about it. Here's my deal. Here's my deal. I and if you don't watch Selling Sunset, you can skip ahead at least like this will probably be like a five, five to six minute or. OK, Um, but here's the deal. There's no fucking way Christine wasn't lying about being engaged. It was so painful, so painful to watch her lie because you can tell in her tone of voice, like when she said it, that it was one of those like, oh no, like, did I, did I just say that? That's not, that's not accurate. Like, you know, and then she tries to double down by being like, oh, well, Davina knows, you know? And I feel like we just saw this really scary side of Christine when she was mad at Davina for not having her back. And like, listen, a part of me went into the season like I want to feel for Christine. I want to have her back because I'm worried she's got like maybe some sort of postpartum or, you know, she's having a hard time. And like I, I, I have a I it's I know there needs to be villains on the show, but I just have a hard time when everybody's mad at the same person. But damn. I cannot give this bitch any fucking room. I can't give her any room. And it was funny because I started to not hate Davina until I was remembered why I didn't like her, which was like basically yelling in Chrishell's face and being like, you don't know why your husband left you. Like he has his own side of the story. Like I I genuinely can't think of anything meaner. If somebody came up to me and was like, you know, I just I think I need to hear your ex's side of the story, too. Okay, why? First of all, let me tell you something. That version of the story is not as interesting as mine. It's not as pretty as mine. It's not as fun as mine. And it's not as hilarious as mine. So if you feel the need to get his side of the story, please do, because I'm sure it's just riddled with bullshit. And who cares? And even even if you wanted it, okay? even if you want it, even if you're like, you know what, Ashley, you seem fucking insane. I would love to hear your ex's version of why you guys broke up. Don't tell me. I don't need to know. I don't need to know that you want to know. Like, why why kick someone so hard when they're down? As she says, like, I feel like that's Chriselle's line of the season is, you know, kick me when I'm down. So obviously, like, I could, I could literally probably do a whole podcast episode on this. I would love to bring scotland on the podcast to talk about selling sunset because yes he watches it we'll cover it in the dating section um but you know for now i just wanted to hit on my main points it's that i feel that christine's lying um i can't i i i do still hate davina but i see that she's trying uh chrishell When that man grabbed you from dancing, that had to be one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in my life. It was so painful. Heather, what were you thinking setting them up together? I think I like Tarek. I don't know. He seems kind of good for Heather. It's kind of crazy to me that it was like only a year engagement, but I know that people do that and they love each other and whatever, like you're together being engaged. It would just like totally caught me off guard because I thought they had been together for a long time, but it could be because Heather looks like his ex, but whatever. Still like her. And um, I think my final point was that I believe that Jason and Chriselle were dating by that last episode because you tell me. That that wasn't a passion fight between lovers when Chrishell and Jason were talking and she was like, oh, you know, you're done. What or like, what what do you want her to do? when Jason's like, what do you want her to do? And she like gets really fucking pissed. I'm like, oh, that's not pissed at like a friend. That's pissed at a lover because you do I'm like I get it. He has to be neutral. But like, oh, when it's your partner and your partner doesn't hate who you hate. Oh. That's so unfortunate. That's so I like my breathe app just went off because like it knows how how pissy that is. Uh, anyways, so oh, and one last thing, one last theory I'm going to throw out here. And this makes me a little nervous. And this it, I don't think it's true, but I just have to throw it out there. I just thought it was a little interesting, OK, that Shell made the statement that the last person she's waiting to turn against Christine is Jason. And then she started dating him. Listen, listen i'm not saying that she's dating jason just to get back at christine that seems like a lot of work but we don't know we don't know how deep the mean girlness goes we really don't so i feel that i'm just i'm not i'm not making an assumption i'm not making a, a opinion i'm just simply stating a fact Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021, and that is my Keith Giusto Bread Club subscription. You guys, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different, and it's always something super fun, and my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because i'm like listen only one of us is playing for the dough here i'm bringing in the dough i'm ordering the dough don't touch my bread club it's come in handy so many times because i'm the kind of girl who's never gonna show up to a party empty-handed and i always bring a bottle of wine but now i'm like upgraded because i'll just slice up my baguette bring some salami and cheese and bam it's like hi i brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever gonna have in your life you're welcome You will not be disappointed in this bread club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K, and you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com, or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. All right, let's get into the dating part of the podcast, okay? Listen, I'm going to start you off well. I celebrated Thanksgiving this year. Yes. Listen, it's one of those holidays I don't think I've ever celebrated before um, in case you're like, Ashley, what are you talking about? No, that literally just means I got laid on Thanksgiving. So you're welcome. You're welcome for the that beautiful introduction into um, what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I It's hard because obviously, as I mentioned, I've been feeling so anxious. And so I am just going to do what I've always said I'm going to do. And I'm going to talk to you all as if I am not fully aware that Scotland's going to listen to this podcast. But what the fuck ever. Okay. You know, I'm just just going to be myself on this one. And here's what happened. Basically, like, I have been trying to like, spend time with this guy in person. It is not his fault. There's like, a ton of things going on. And basically, when he texted me on Thanksgiving, and he was like, I I feel bad asking you this, but, like, do you want to come over tonight? I was like, yes. Like, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen, but I'm going to make this happen. Is it is it a weird thing when you're living with your parents and you're like, well, like, if I was if I didn't live with them, obviously I could have just left Thanksgiving and, like, no one would know where I went. But, like, that wasn't exactly an option. So I just went for it. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to San Jose. Like taking a plate of food, you know. So let me tell you about the pep talks I had to have with myself going down to, um, to see Scotland. So first of all, first and foremost, and this is embarrassing, but we're, this is my podcast, so we're doing it anyways. Obviously I have Crohn's disease. One of the things I forgot about Crohn's disease and Thanksgiving is how they don't match. So I was literally driving down there and I was like, oh shit, literally shit. Like I always, you eat so much on Thanksgiving." Obviously, that comes out at some point. But for someone with Crohn's disease, where there was a cheese board, which I made obviously was immaculate, like all sorts of shit that I'm not supposed to be eating. I was like, oh, my God, you cannot poop at this guy's house. Like, you know, you already know you've been there's been too much sexting to happen to know that you're not getting laid tonight. Do not fuck this up. Like, I was like listen Crohn's disease you've ruined a lot for I need you to not ruin this moment like just be cool and it was I did my stomach didn't my I got a little nauseous obviously because like I'm always nauseous now but I didn't have you guys I managed to make it through I didn't poop at all and I feel like step one when he was like I can't wait to hear about your review of of Thursday night on your podcast I'm sure this is not what he expected but once again I have to be in a place now where I don't fucking care I have to be in a place where I have to be myself and this is happening okay step two the other pep talk I had to have with myself was like you don't get to be a starfish anymore it was very it was a fun personality trait of yours that you were like I'm just a starfish and I'm not like I don't put effort into sex nope nope No, not today. Attraction is way too there. there. You need to perform. You are not going to just lie there like a dead fucking fish. You're gonna have to participate. And this is not me saying that like I always do that, but I feel like I just fell into a little bit of a routine and then it was just kind of this running joke where they're like, yeah, I'm just kind of a starfish. I don't enjoy being a starfish like personally between you and me like the only way I normally get off is on top so it doesn't even make sense that I would like like, I'm only screwing myself on the whole like being a starfish situation but it was just this funny thing and obviously like I was on the phone with George on the way down front of the podcast and I was like I just have to get my shit together and I have to bring my a-game which I do feel like speaks a lot also to obviously the fact that I was like attracted enough in the way where I'm like I don't want to be bad like obviously no one wants to like be bad at sex but there's some people I was just like fuck it like you know (laughs) like whatever so anyways like I'm not gonna get into like the dirty details of the fact that like obviously we had sex we did have sex four times though which I feel like is an important thing to note because he mentioned that like he has this great rebound rate and maybe I'm not supposed to be saying this either I don't know He seemed pretty proud of it so I guess I'm just gonna share it with you all and then he's like you know what's normal for you and I was like I don't know once like I feel you know when you you know when you fuck somebody and you're like have I been doing this wrong the whole time like that's kind of how I felt I was like am I been have I been not like I don't once at night once in the morning maybe like I don't know now I feel like I've been missing sex marathons and I had no idea which is fine um but now I know and how exciting Australia uh, Australia's probably like, yeah girl, you fucking starfished me and you only like had sex with me once and now look at you. It's like I'm sorry, you came at the wrong time. Um not like that, but you know. So anyways, I uh you know, I I thought it was really great. I I, I did. I I really enjoyed it. Um I I had fun and now I'm just worried about what's next obviously because the other part of me being like it's 2021 are you not nervous like everybody's nervous about dating and stuff like yeah it's 2021 so obviously we're all f- afraid that we're gonna get ghosted once we like have sex with somebody because that's literally what happens you know what I mean and um, I mean he. T- we have talked since so you know I'm not as concerned I just it's still a fear. You just never know. Are they going to disappear now? Who knows? I hope not. I think that um, my favorite part, honestly, of the night was watching Selling Sunset together because he watches it. And I even watched the season finale before I even saw the season because I wanted to watch it with him and just like gossiping about all the girls. Like I was so obsessed. And of course, of course, you know that my dumbass always says something that I shouldn't. So, like, you know, Christine's on. I'm like, oh, my God, look at her engagement ring. And then I, like, couldn't stop talking about engagement rings. And I was like, Ashley, you have to stop talking about this shit with somebody that you've only been talking to for, like, a short amount of time. It's not that I was trying to say that I wanted to marry him, obviously. That's not what I was trying to say. But it does make those implications. And when I'm trying to be cool... That's not helpful. I feel like my brain is so unhelp. Like the words that come out of my mouth are so unhelpful. And I was I was very embarrassed that I said that. But like, whatever, we're, we did it. Um, also, <laughs> what the other thing that was so funny was we were sitting there talking and I'm going to like pull this up on Google while I'm talking to you guys because it made me laugh so hard. But basically, he said that he was a Gemini and I'm a Scorpio. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, we should see if those signs are compatible. So we Googled it and it literally said no. I pulled it up. This is it verbatim in the the article that pops up. Overall, Gemini and Scorpio are considered to be incompatible Zodiac matches. Although it's fun and sexy initially, a lot of work needs to be done to have a harmonious relationship. If they want to make it work, a Gemini has to show a Scorpio that they won't abandon them. And I was like, actually, like that's pretty accurate as someone who's like constantly I mean like did you not hear what I just fucking preached out like of course I'm afraid that this guy's never gonna talk to me again and this was like what popped up and oh my gosh I it was so funny it does say that we're very sexually compatible which is fair tested that theory it's true um but one of the things I I read the whole article for bustle obviously because once I got home because I was like now I need to know I thought it was funny they said that they are two of the most internet hated signs I didn't know that we were like hated so bad I mean I know Scorpio's like kind of come off bitchy and horny but I just didn't know we were like hated like Gemini's you know I'm just kidding um but also it was funny because obviously I told my boss about this today and I was like uh apparently they're so incompatible like whatever and she's like no 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 you know, you got to get your like stars and your moons together. Like that's not what it means. And I was like, I mean, obviously I don't, I don't think that if we, if we don't work out, I don't think it's going to be because of our astrological signs. But <laughs> a part of me does now want to know because it was just so funny, but literally like imagine just a picture this. You're like laying in bed with this guy. He's so fucking cute. He's so fucking nice. Like he's hilarious. You know, I'm not saying I'm catching feelings or simping, so back up, okay? Might have sounded like that, but we're not going there right now, okay? So anyways, not simping, but you're like laying in bed with this guy, and then you make this joke, and you're just hoping. Like, obviously, I'm just like, please come back and be like, don't let a Scorpio go. She's going to be the best thing that ever happens to you. Like, of course, that's the fucking goal, and I just get hit with, bam, extremely incompatible. Thanks, Google. Thank you. You know what? I, I usually ruin relationships all on my own, but thank you for taking this one for me. I really I really fucking appreciate it. <laughs> Let me talk about my I'm sorry what moment of the week because um, I've seen this a lot on TikTok. Obviously, like I said, I'm on single TikTok. It's totally fucking with my head. But one of the things everyone's talking about is how annoyed they are to answer the question like, how are you doing? Here's my beef on that. I don't understand why that's a wrong question or like, oh, how was your weekend? Like people are so annoyed with answering it. Here, Here's how I look at it. I look at it this way. I would like to know what your answer is to such a mundane question. I actually think that's very telling. Okay, For me, because when you ask me how I'm doing, how did my day go? Get ready for the essay get ready. Let me tell you every fucking thing that happened. Like, obviously, I don't go into full details, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I had this meeting with my boss and then like this happened and this happened. And if you can't shoot me back with some interesting ass answer to how your fucking day is going, then you're boring. And because every single day you're going to ask that question, like, Every single time I've been texting a guy and we talk daily, the question of how you're, how is your day going comes up and you're going to be stuck in that cycle for a very long time. So if he's the kind of guy who just says, oh, it was good. Now, you know, you've got to oh, it's oh, it's good guy. And you're going to be fucking dealing with that for a long time. And I, I will say this, like sometimes it takes guys a few times to learn that like when you're asking how their day is, at least for me, like. I I said this to Scotland once. I was like, I want to know, like, what color shoes the person was wearing that you walked by on your, like, morning walk or whatever. Like, you know, I want to know every fucking detail of your day. There's this episode of New Girl where Nick is talking to Coach and he's like, you know, this is how you become friends with Jess. He's like, you got one of those thoughts, like, you know, something ran. I think he says, like, how are scrolls so cute? Like, call Jess, tell her about, tell her about that thought about squirrels and you'll have a friend for life. Like that's how I feel. I would, I love knowing the random things about people's day. So for me, like that's, that's it. I'm in, you know, whatever. So, um, I don't remember where I was going with this. Oh yeah. So I just think that like, I think it's also too much pressure to come up with such a creative question so early on, because obviously how are you doing is only going to get you so far, but I think it lays a foundation. Cause like if I say, Hey, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I just, you know, got back from my family's house. Sick. Here's the intro. Oh, how was it? How many siblings do you have? Do you enjoy spending time with your family? Like, what did you cook for Thanksgiving? Like, it just kind of leads to all these questions. And like, I'm sorry, I don't need to fucking wow you in the first five minutes. Can we like get over this aspect? I actually saw um, Nick, whatever, Vale or whatever his name is from The Bachelor. I saw him on TikTok talking about... or like it was a clip from his podcast and he was saying that like first dates aren't meant so the guy falls in love with you. Like obviously he's talking from his perspective so I'm just gonna say it that way but obviously anyone like a first date isn't for you guys to like fall in love with each other. It's for you guys to like have fun and relax and get to know each other which by the way when I when I listened to that, it made me feel so much better, obviously, as someone who's been having like so much anxiety of like, is he going to like me? Is he not? Like, who cares? It was the first time we like hung out. It was just supposed to be fun and casual. And oh, my God, I'm sorry, I can't stop coughing. But, you know, it's supposed to be just a good time. And I think that that's how the bubble conversation should be. Like, I don't need you to fall in love with me because instead of saying hi, I said, oh, you're a Lakers fan? Like, are your favorite colors purple and gold like obviously that was stupid but i'm just saying that like i did i need to come up with some elaborate ass thing or can i just say hi to you and we like start a conversation because you know like if i walk up to a guy at a bar i normally say hi I, I mean what Some if i'm drunk enough and i see something weird about him then maybe i'll point it out but you know that doesn't always work either but normally you're just like hey how are you or like what are you drinking like Normal conversation. Why can't we just do that Bumble? If you're so tired of answering the question, just put it in your notes and copy and paste it like I do. I have literally saved what's your podcast about. You know, I get asked that question all the time. It's in my it's in my profile. Which I would say Scotland brought up a very good point. He was like, if you don't want guys that you're talking to to listen to your podcast, you should probably stop telling them that you have a podcast. And I was like, I see you. But here's the thing. First of all, I think it's one of the most interesting things about myself. And second of all, um. I'm never, like, obviously it's it's tougher, but I also, like, I'm never going to say no to listeners. She's out here hustling. Like, I was just saying that I've been, I would like to go on a date with you first before you listen. I think that that's a fair trade-off, like, make you kind of like me before you hear how crazy I am, obviously, but, you know, I think that... I I can't not get the hustle. Like, look at all the listener, new listeners I gained just from guys wanting to hear what I have to say about them, which seems a little weird, but whatever. Here we are. And um, yeah. okay. thank you so much for listening. I can't believe I've admitted so much stuff today on the podcast, but I mean, I, I can and I can't. So I'll keep you posted was being scarily honest on my podcast and then, you know, having the person I was talking about listen, a good or a bad thing. Only time will tell. What a fun teaser for next week! No one's freaking out. Everybody's super fine. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I did. I love you all so freaking much. Thank you for a thousand TikTok followers. That was so fucking cool. Um, Yeah, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And okay, bye.